Hey everyone, it's me, Chris Laporte, your lore master here on the Party Business Podcast, and someone who does not leave live dragons out of their calculations. Thank you, as always, for listening. You're awesome, and myself and the entire crew here love that you've joined us and have kept with us through this entire adventure. I promise you that the entire campaign does not take place in Mirkwood. Will they get out this episode? Mm, Don't know about that. Before we get there, let me get in some same old reminders. Our website, partybusinesspodcast.com, has some great things up on it right now. Our most recent edition, actually, is something I'm very excited about. A sneak peek at the changes in the second edition of the One Ring RPG. I supported the Kickstarter. I got the alpha version of the rulebook. So if you're just familiar with first edition, you're kind of curious, you don't have your you know, version of the Kickstarter rulebook, whatever, or you just don't want to slog through it, I do go over that on the website. So that's up on there now. And I promise you this too, we're going to start implementing some of those in the campaign. But a little behind the scenes, little pullback of the curtain here. We actually have eight episodes um, recorded and banked as of uh, the recording of this little tiny intro for episode four. So um, it's only after that point, after we get to eight, you'll start seeing some of the like additions uh being made from second edition so um we'll have to wait till then but we're we're almost there we're getting there uh i want to introduce like the way they do shadow points um the way they do the journey traveling system is also kind of streamlined which is great um other things too that hopefully won't be too jarring i'm gonna only do some things um until we can either get to the end of our story here and start something new or the players start dying off but we'll see we'll see what happens but i do love a lot of the changes in second edition i think it makes it a lot more streamlined without taking away what makes the one ring unique so that's uh in our uh show notes so take a look also our emails down there and social links but let's get on to the fun finally the group has escaped the immediate spider threat. Um, I mean, they're still in Mirkwood, so never really out of the in question. Spiders, anyway. Uh, they have a fully functioning Baldor. Belgo? Bel- no, it's Baldor. It's, it's Baldor. Uh, back in action, or at least, you know, he's stumbling along. And they have found, as they try to reach the west end of the forest and get the heck out of here, finally, a mysterious stump that has absolutely terrifying images carved on the inside, hollowed out inside of it. Mm. Cool. Not good. Maybe? Well, we'll see. A storm has forced their hand, so they are looking for shelter. This might be their best bet or their final resting place. Here is episode four of the Party Business Podcast titled, The Company Gets Stumped. All right. Let me tell you guys a little something about Tennessee summers. Um, besides being hot and miserable and humid. In the summer, you see, I go through my garage to get to this little recording studio I've got back here. Um, and I'm pretty sure I've fought more spiders on the way back here than you guys have in this entire campaign so far. Mm-hmm. Which is to say more than one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm, you, I have rolled to attack more than you guys, which is not a big bar to go over. To be fair, the spiders that we faced were um, exponentially larger, I would say. It's true. But 
I feel like Tennessee, the potential is always there that they might be bigger. It's true. It's true. They, I mean, <laughs> as a fellow Tennessean, they are rampant and they uh, they grow <sighs> like bunnies. And they have, there's like those ones that have like a million babies on their back. Mm. Oh. Mm. Ugh. This is Tennessee, not Australia. We're talking about. Right? <laughs> They're still pretty bad. All right, you know yeah. the Australians they have a, a really bad time, but Tennessee is basically the Australia of the the states. <laughs> I'm gonna go with that. Yeah, I think I agree. Would you rather fight one horse-sized spider or a bunch of spider-sized horses? What's a bunch? Like a hundred. How many did we fight in that last? last it doesn't one? matter if it's a hundred or a thousand. I'm taking the horses. Yeah, yeah. I'm taking the small <laughs> horses. I just imagine tiny horses just like trying to buck you. <laughs> just- <laughs> All, mm-hmm. Like all at your ankles. If you're fighting spider-sized horses, you're the monster, not, not the horses. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. Yeah. That, that, sound, that sounds adorable. <laughs> Start like a, a miniature ranch. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, it's cute. <laughs> I'll I'll build a wooden a giant wooden spider and put all of the horses inside of it and it'll be a Trojan spider <laughs> filled with of horses mini horses are they Greek <laughs> yes <laughs> all right <laughs> they're all named Alexander every single one <laughs> oh God um all right. Hopefully, we'll see if there's more spiders to come for you guys. Um, hopefully, with none with a million babies on their backs. Uh, but you guys are in a little bit of a situation here. So let's, uh, let's reset the scene here. First of all, we've got a terrible thunderstorm that has uh, just kind of crashed your entire you know vibe that you had going. Because, you know, you got away from your sp- the spiders. You had a, a pretty good few days of travel. And now, like, this thing's ruining your entire lives. Lightning constantly. It's pitch black everywhere except for those flashes of lightning on the other side of the leaves. Um, And you need to find shelter. Would you have found, maybe, a giant stump, like, sequoia-sized stump, uh, that looks very different from the other trees uh, that have been in the forest that you've seen. There's a little bit of smoke that's coming out of the middle of this thing. You thought, is there someone in there? Was it hit by lightning? What's going on? And I think we left it with uh, the brave hobbit, Ted, (laughs) Uh, going in to investigate this stump with Rory kind of like cheering him on, I think, (laughs) from the outside. Providing support. Emotional support. Yeah. Yeah. The emotion. uh, I have an emotional support dwarf that I need to take on this flight. (laughs) (laughs) I just imagined him now in a little carrying case. (laughs) You got this. You can do it, Teddy. I put sweaters on him at, during the winter because he gets cold. <laughs> Give him a thunder shirt. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, but everyone else is by the ponies. Um, trying to figure out, you know, hopefully Rory and Ted have this under control. Trying to stay dry. You're still right next to the path, so it's all good. And I kind of want to know what's, what's going on in everyone's mind right now. Ted, you just walked into this situation. We'll get back to you. So think about the terrible images you're, you're seeing. We'll figure out what Ted's feeling right now. But uh, Kat Vera, let's start with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's Kat Vera thinking about? This terrible storm's hit. You've had spiders. 
Uh, you're still in the woods. What's going on in her mind? I think that Catvera is primarily thinking about the spiders still. Uh, she obviously doesn't know what's going on inside of the stump because she can't see it. Right. But she knows Ted and Rory have gone and checked it out. But Kevera is thinking about the spiders, not like thinking about them in a way of, oh, I'm so scared or I can't believe there's stuff like this out there. Because she knows that that's what she's been training for is to fight these things. She's upset right. that she didn't kill them all. Uh, she wanted to set fire to more spiders. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, she she wanted to, I mean, in the beginning when we were, you know, making our plans of how to get Baldor out and all this, she was very much sort of in the mindset of let's go in there, guns blazing per se, arrows blazing, <laughs> because <laughs> these are children of the darkness and the shadow and they have to be eradicated and we have to be the ones to do it because we're here and the fact that we didn't do that i don't know if we killed any or very many is yeah. upsetting her a little bit and she's kind of uh she's getting antsy she 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 wasn't trained for 13 years to become an escort for a trader and to make their way through murkwood she is training for 13 years to you know push back against the darkness and she had this dream of Dolgador and what the elves were saying in Mirkwood um, in their kingdom she she wants to do something she's she's been training for too long to not have done anything yet and so I think that's where her mind is at yes yeah. you're antsy with the ponies um Waiting again. It seems like. Uh, what's your traits, Catvera? What's like your traits with your character? That you My chose? traits. Uh, I have storytelling, beast lore, and shadow lore. Shadow lore. I think we shadow and my lore. My distinctive I'm... features. Oh, I'm sorry. My distinctive features are steadfast and wrathful. So. Steadfast and wrathful. <laughs> we're gonna need to. Uh, we're gonna have to utilize those. There's a reminder, your features and your traits like Cat uh, Vera has there, you can try to like implement them at any time. So if it feels like, hey, I'm wrathful, I think I'll do this, I might not have you even roll to do it because that's Ooh. just your character. Uh, and then I'll give you points depending on how good you do, I guess, or like what kind of yeah. play we can come up with. In the uh, system, does that give you any dice advantage in terms of roll, or is that just you as DM get or game master get a... Uh, what, what is it called in this system again? Uh, lore master. Lore as lore master, just I get essentially discretion on characterization. Yeah, I think I just it's my discretion as to what okay. happens. Cool. You, uh, so if like you know, Catbear's like I'm going to take revenge on this goblin that's slanging behind the other ones, and I'm just pissed off and wrathful. Like okay, let's play this out. I don't even know what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> and then you could possibly get points. That's one of the ways you can get those skill points up. Catfera is going to introduce every action from now on by saying, I'm feeling very wrathful, and dot, dot, dot. <laughs> I wrathfully buy this potion of cure. <laughs> Can I wrathfully That's get a deal? <laughs> I'm going to bed so angry right now. I heal so well over the night. This, this is how rage heal, right? 
Like whenever you write, this is just you, the the character does this angrily. The character goes to bed angrily. The character wakes up sad. Th- that's just writing, that's right? That's it. Yeah. And then you go to thesaurus.com and replace all those words. That's right. <laughs> Precisely. It's a Joey Triviani Stephen right King, there. we're using as many adverbs as we want. So <laughs> that's what training the AI is like. They're just replacing words with Google yeah. searches. Exactly. Uh, we're going to invoke uh, Shadow Lore here um, for Cat Vera. Just this, just this once, I'll invoke it for you. You, uh, you, think, you think this storm, is, it's worse than a normal storm. This is. You have no proof. You feel it down in your gut. This is the shadow working against you to slow you down. Okay. All right. Let's move on. I to, internalize. Uh, Cadvera internalizes that. <laughs> <laughs> Fuels her rage wrathfully. Cadvera <laughs> <laughs> will remember this in the top right corner. Yeah. Uh, let's move on to Han. Uh, what's the kid mm-hmm. doing? You're in the middle of this storm. This is not the, where the, the kid is usually at. So, like Cat Vera, the kid was also not trained for 13 years to go through Merkwood. <laughs> 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 um, but from the last fight, he did get one shadow point. Um, so I think that like just every single raindrop feels like a spider crawling on his skin. And he's just like, he's just like grumbling and whimpering and like just like kind of freaking out, but like as quietly as he could, can. Because, like, you know, when you like, I don't, okay, I have long hair and like sometimes I think my hair when it touches me is a bug. So I'm just oh, like, yeah. <laughs> like that. So and I think that. And when you're laying in bed and that Ugh. weird piece of hair that fell off is just like tingling <laughs> somewhere and you're like, Urgh. or like now that it's hot and like the fan is on, like your hair moves in the fan. Um, so just like all these like little startled noises, just ah, ah. <laughs> all the time. <laughs> That's I where just, he's at. <laughs> I Does see the kid have long hair? The kid has uh, he's like I don't know, like medium, like not long but not short. Medium. Okay. Okay. He's in the he's, awkward stage. Kind of like um, the- you know, <laughs> like the Karen haircut, maybe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was about to ask, is it a bob? <laughs> but like long in okay. the front and short in the back, right? The pixie cut. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I I thought it was gonna be the beaver cut there for a sec, but I like the Karen cut better. Just <laughs> a, a bowl cut. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! I feel like we're making a character on Oblivion right now. Here, <laughs> <laughs> number seventeen. Josh immediately starts drawing the kid. <laughs> Make his nose bigger. <laughs> Dialogue bubble says, "Let me speak to your manager." Yeah. <laughs> Which voice yeah. do you want? Let me let me speak to your manager. Let me speak to your manager. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> All right. Um, I just see Cat Vera like standing, reflecting on this terrible storm, and then the kids just <laughs> <laughs> freaking <laughs> out. Yeah. All right, uh, Sean. Yes. Uh, what is Yurik feeling? right now in the rain i mean yeah if you're wanderer i assume you've been out in it before yeah yurik has a few things going through his mind so in these still moments the quieter moments his mind goes back to the 11 other woodsmen that were sent out with him um Mm. wondering where they are what's happened to them in addition to that though yurik does have mirkwood lore 
Uh, and he's also a man of the woods. And to your point earlier, he also senses that there's something different in the weather here and now than, than what he's experienced previously. Almost almost like it's it's ramping up to something. So he, he's kind of he's kind of um, he's kind of ruminating on the the weather and kind of this this growing sense of dread, but then also his mind is with his eleven other companions and wondering where they are. Wondering if they're also with a group of idiots. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Um, yeah, let me uh, go ahead. We're going to give both Kat Vera and Yurik a skill point to the right. Um, is there a survival category? What, what is that? There yeah. is. I'm full, though. Yeah, I'm okay. full on survival So, Yurik, well. you get to fill one. Well, <laughs> I try. You can use the custom and just, you know, do a variation of it. <laughs> well, lore uh, there there is a lore skill, oh. and that's vocation. Mm. Let's do uh, let's do that. Uh, fill that one out. The skill group. Awesome. Oh, that doesn't say vacation. Voc- vocation. <laughs> you get a vacation. <laughs> that's what the kid thought. Yeah, I thought if you fill that up, you get to go back home. <laughs> <laughs> I get to go to White Shores. <laughs> Swift sunrises. Mm-hmm. Uh, postcards. I, I've got to point out really quick. It literally, as I was describing, it's it's. I don't know if it's raining where you are, Chris, but it's it's pouring over here at our house right now. So, um, uh, not yet. Spiders. But very I heard theatric. It was like scattered thunderstorms today. Oh boy, so. that's fun. It is unnatural, guys. Saruman yeah. uh, <laughs> uh, got that vacation point. <laughs> Who rolled an eleven? <laughs> Who uh, <laughs> um, Josh. Yes. Let's see what Rory's up to. You're you just sent Ted in. Uh, yes. What what has been going on in your mind? Um, can you refresh? So what what did what did Rory see? We're here at the log, and Ted just like walked in. I th- I think you both kind of figure. Well, this looks like an entrance. Like maybe someone's living in this log. But he's the one that Ted went to investigate. You haven't heard anything in there yet. But you haven't seen what Ted has seen either. Okay. Yes. So I'm uh, out of the loop as per usual. Um, <laughs> right where Rory likes to be. Uh, <clears throat> Rory. Uh, let me get in the. <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, character voice. Get low and gruff. Uh, Rory. Rory. Rory's uh, looking at my distinctive features. One of them is hardened, and I, I like to think that. Rory's particular brand of this is he's like, uh, he sees the storm coming around and he's like ducked, you know, kind of like in the entrance here, just out of the rain. And he, uh, but his sensibility is always in these senses of like, he doesn't know necessarily what's going on. There's like a sense of like, oh, okay, there's a, this is a, a bad storm. Um, but when, when <laughs> things get weird or dangerous, Rory also tends to know that uh, there's money to be made, and, uh, <laughs> treasure to be found, and that's where the good stuff is, is, is at. So if you can make it through that, like, that's how uh, the treasure hunters are, you know, that's, that's, that's how you find the good haul. So he, he's thinking there, and he's like, all right, all right. He's, you know, getting himself ready. He's mentally preparing. He's like, this is about to suck very badly, but... Um, I think I think if we survive this, then uh, you know there is gold to be made. <laughs> All right, always the practical dwarf. 
<laughs> I mean, you know. Guys got bills to pay. Uh, now we come to Ted. Tim, you've uh, taken Ted into the stump. What does he think I'm seeing this stuff? Ted is in the stump. And Ted, <laughs> ever the optimist, was expecting to find something wonderful, like some sort of magic, you know, some sort of wonderful thing that um, that uh, that would that would uh, you know give him give him something some some sort of some sort of amazing thing that would that would give him some treasure that would give him a new friend, and then instead he looks around and he starts feeling this deep darkness seep into him, and the first thing he thinks is. Like, this this feels weighty. This this must be what Cat Vera feels like all the time. Holy cow. <laughs> Ugh, I don't like this. <laughs> Is this responsibility? <laughs> uh, so don't like it. So so Ted is Ted Ted has two uh, distinctive distinctive uh, instincts right now. And instinct one is I have made a horrible mistake, and I need to get out of here. And instinct two is the Tookish blood part of him that says, I need to figure out what's going on here, and I am going to have to do that. And so... He also has the reckless trait or the rest the, the reckless feature and so there's really there's really no option than to go forward at this point. So um, Ted having felt that he he really covered his bases by leaving Rory there and saying, hey, if I you know if you hear me, run and get help And so he feels like, okay, I think I'm safe enough to, to go exploring right here. However, the first thing that Ted, is going to do is have a quick look around and and try and discern a few things. Um, the first thing that Ted wants to discern is is this person in the room right now? Like what yeah. what is the danger in the room? Yes, let's um let's have you roll a oh gosh what is it in this one? Is it awareness? A search awareness. Let's roll awareness. Um. See what you see around you. And if there's like a personality skill group on the right, you can put in a, a pip on there because uh, oh, you're is. invoking your restless or your uh, reckless trait by saying, you know what, I'm just going for it. Does like Merkwood it. have hold your ground uh, law in place? Because this could get very bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I rolled an eight. Um, total. <laughs> Total. Yeah. Okay, great. That's Perfect. an eight total. Uh, so I guess I, I guess I. Uh... Everything's oh, fine. Man. Everything, everything <laughs> seems great. It's time That's... to move forward. It's good enough that there's obviously no one else in here in, at the moment. So it's empty in terms of other creatures, people, whatever is doing. Um, you're so distracted by all these like images on the wall of the inside of the stump they're terrible looking it's like grim faces and you see a couple spiders this is maybe a big wolf you're not even sure um and it's just kind of freaky <laughs> to, to crawl into this space so you're a little distracted but you do see if fire's going um it's 
like smoke is going out the a little tiny like bit of a vent up at the top of the stump couple drips of water coming in but it's not too bad it's still very dry in here okay um but other than that you can't tell if this person squatting in here or you know goblin orc whatever it might be uh is friend or foe but it's dry and safe in here that's as much as you can tell so do so i i don't see anyone but do, am i pretty certain that there is no one in there or is it that i just have didn't even see <laughs> No, you're, you're certain no one's in there. You, you take a look around. There's nothing moving. No one's, like, hiding. Okay. It's not a, It's not the biggest space in the world, so, you know, you can tell pretty quickly no one else is in there. Okay, cool. Um, great. So, um, <laughs> the next thing I want to do Uh-oh. is... is uh, the next thing I want to do is to try and discern the meaning of the... of the... Uh, of everything on the wall. Um... I don't know whether that's like a riddle thing or, but I, I, I'm basically uh, want to, I want to see if I can discern anything about it. Uh, yeah, roll riddle. Let's see what happens. That's a 15. So a little hey. bit better. Now we're talking. Yeah, a little bit better. That's enough for you to tell. Like some of these images, uh, they do look like orcs. Um, like you've, Heard them described many times uh, by Bilbo himself uh, back in the Shire. They look like orc faces. They are not friendly faces. But you do realize something as you're looking at this. You can't tell if they're telling a story or not. Um, You're kind of trying to figure out, is there a starting point of these pictures? Uh, Some of them are spiders, and you can probably figure that they were the ones that you saw. They're Mirkwood spiders. Uh, Surely if someone's living out here, they've encountered them. Uh, there is one just great big kind of etching of a wolf. You do notice something strange about the carvings. Most are faded, old, look like it's been carved years and years and years and years ago. But there's some that look like they just were carved. And there's like an orc face that's a little bit newer. There's a couple spiders that look a little bit newer, like fresh like etchings. And then the wolf itself is looks like a pretty fresh um, carving. Oh dear! <laughs> so that's can we all play you can a tell. Shire adventure next time, Chris? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, we talked about this. We're gonna, we're gonna go tavern hopping. It's gonna be great. Farming simulator. <laughs> yeah. Can we play like a Stardew Valley tabletop RPG? <laughs> yeah. Who can who can grow the most old Toby before uh, the next fellowship phase? Let's do it. <laughs> oh. So, yeah, that's what you see, but you can't really tell if it's telling a story or, or really what, what they mean, besides it's scary. Okay. Is there a way to move further into the into the area? You can, like, come in through the little tunnel and stand up. You're fine. Um, it looks like it would be a little bit of a low ceiling for, um, you know, a full-grown human or elf, but... There's not really anywhere else to go. You're in this circle. It's a big tree, you know, sequoia-sized tree, but it's still not exactly like a house either. So you kind of go around in a circle, don't see much in terms of another place to go. It just seems like that one entrance. Okay. Okay, so I, I haven't gone in yet, or I have okay. I have gone in yet, or where up, are we at? Up to you, I guess. Okay. You could, uh, I think to look around, you probably went in, but... Yeah, 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 okay. Okay, well, I'm going to just very carefully, very gingerly 
try and explore the area. <laughs> okay. I think for the most part, that awareness is that role kind of is your exploration of this little area. There isn't great, great. that much to it. You know, like it's, it's, you see what looks like a kind of bed of hay, maybe, and, and some, some leaves that are just someone's maybe makeshift bed. You have some very crude looking kind of cooking materials, bold, bowls made out of wood and stone that someone's just like carved or like found a rock that's kind of bowl shaped and just kept. There is not much else though. It looks like very simple, like survival situation in here. Okay. Well, in that case, Ted is going to just crawl back up. Okay. Just determining that there is nothing here worth looking at or taking. Okay. Yeah, Ted comes back out, but the storm is still raging around you. It seems like the lightning is almost like constant as you come out. So it was pitch black, but now it's just like flash, flash, flash. The darkness is like little like reprieves in between more flashes of lightning as the storm like grows worse. What do you, do you say anything to Rory as you come out? Uh, yes. So Ted, Ted crawls out and says, that was one of the strangest things that I've ever seen. And then he relays everything that he saw on the carvings and then says, I think we should, I think we should bring this back to everyone because I don't know whether the person who's living here is around, but there's clearly smoke coming out. So they were here not long ago. Yeah, I mean, if anything, it's a place out of this terrible storm. And I mean, I know the the, the gigantic sized people of the group might have some difficulties <laughs> squeezing in, but it's uh, warm. And uh, you know we can keep watch, so I might, might as well grab them. And uh, uh, I, it's a place out of the the rain, so it's better be, better than anything, right? I mean, like you didn't see anybody. Uh, so Rory, I, I have some some news. Some, it might be bad, but I'm not sure that you are thin enough to get through that hole. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, well, I mean, I can take off my armor. That adds quite quite a bit of you know, it's uh, padded armor. And so. and I am not trying to be offensive in any way when I no, say I this. Get it. I get but it. I have seen you without your armor on, and I just know you're not going to fit through that hole. <laughs> okay. I mean, I did, so so what you're saying is you don't think that Cat Vera could could squeeze through either. That that's what you're trying to say. I would say that she might have slightly better chance than you. However, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, and and it's because you are so muscular. Yeah, uh huh, uh huh. No, I get it. I get it. I appreciate it. <laughs> so, anyways, I yeah, we, we right before right before going and telling the group, Ted is is very um, aware that there might be something someone around. I don't know if he. I mean, we might still be in in eight awareness level, but he's going to take a quick glance around. To see if he sees anyone outside of the stump. Yeah, I'll just have because of the storm. It's just it's just wet and like constant, like little streams are flowing mm-hmm. in the forest floor. You know, it's really hard to tell if anyone's like you can't see any footprints or anything. Really hard to tell if anyone's been moving around here recently. But it's a good guess if the fire's still going that they might not be that far off. Yeah. I mean, we'll just tell the group about him, and we'll keep an eye out. Like, everyone's going to be trying to get out of this storm, so. For sure. Let's do it. Okay. 
Okay. You guys uh, kind of just walk on over back to the path. Not a very long walk by any means. They're still in visual range. Uh, you come up to the group. Rory, you look back at the stump. You're pretty sure you can make it. You can prove to Ted you oh, can make yeah, it. No. They're going to prove But yeah, you guys come up to the group and uh, tell them what's going on. Tell them. Uh, oh. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I just I just relay everything. I just relay everything. I'm not gonna I'm not I gonna react back at verbatim, all. Tim. Verbatim. <laughs> verbatim. I hear you say it. Say it to me. <laughs> all right. Uh, the info's out there. Who wants to respond to this? Cavera um, will you know think to herself. You know, she's now heard about these drawings. She uh, doesn't know what's going on with the storm. It seems like a little bit more than a natural storm. And she sort of just speaks to herself like, Arome, be with us. And not really trusting the sight or instincts of a hobbit. And also because of her steadfast (laughs) uh, feature, which is... Uh, you base your actions usually solely on your own judgment. I'm going mm. to climb a nearby tree and maybe get a little bit of a height advantage um, and see if I can see anything a little bit better by getting some some height. Okay. Uh, start climbing that tree. Um, Do you want me to roll athletics, Chris? Roll athletics, Patrick. I haven't shown off my athletics skill Ooh, yet. I have no pips in movement, so I'm basically fishing for a movement, movement pip, too. Yeah. <laughs> Rory makes a comment. It's just like, I don't know why she's cl- she's so tall. Like, why is she climbing a tree? I don't, like, what else is that? What, what else can be up there? Can't she jump up that tree? What? Uh, that's what I thought. That's what I thought. We already established last uh, couple episodes that despite her height, I cannot jump 30 feet into the air. Okay. I rolled a, th- a 14. Woo! Barely, barely, barely. As you're climbing that tree, and you're doing a pretty good job, uh, especially considering it's just soaking wet, and it's pitch black, except for the flashes of lightning that you, as you get higher, become a little bit more concerned about, uh, as it's hit a couple trees, not on the path, but certainly near it. And as you're doing this, uh, Baldor and Belgo are, are down by the ponies too, and they're just drenched and miserable. And Baldor, uh, who's the father, for those that we need to remember, uh, <laughs> thank you, because <laughs> their names are exactly the same. Uh, yeah. Baldor comes up uh, as you're climbing up to. He's kind of talking with uh, Rory and Ted, and you know you've got Yurik there, and the kids they are still. <laughs> Baldor comes up and he's like. We, if, if it's shelter, I know it, it seems like someone's staying here, but if it's shelter at all, we need to get out of this uh, and try to get the ponies at least close to this stump. I know we can't get them in, but we need to get them out of this rain as, as fast as possible. I'm, I'm worried we're going to get hit by lightning out here. Don't worry. If you are, if, if, if you're wearing metal, you'll see little sparks come off of Link before the lightning strikes. Again. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> as he's saying this, Cat Fairy, you get up to the... Uh, uh, Good vantage point, about 20, uh-huh. almost 30 feet up, maybe. And why don't you roll awareness for me? And you get that movement Okay. Pit. Get that movement Oh, pit. yes. All right. Woohoo! Okay, 10 on the D12 there. 
Oh my. So 22. Whoa. Holy crap. Wow. She does have a 30 foot vertical leap. <laughs> uh, what's the very right of awareness? Perception. Okay. Hit the that, I guess. Um, so, from this point, you can see down the path a little bit. You could see the stump. You could see around it. And you don't, like, see any movement near the stump. But, uh, along the path up ahead, someone crosses the path. Or something crosses the path. It didn't have eight legs, so that's good. Okay. Uh, but there's, like, a dark figure that crosses the path. Almost looks like they kind of went down on all fours and then got back up. You know, kind of like, you know, just like a weird kind of movement. You're not even sure what moves like that. I knock an arrow. Oh, boy. Okay. (laughs) I just knock it. I'm not shooting. (laughs) Don't knock knock until you try it. Chris, Um, it looks looks good for the trailer. (laughs) (laughs) Top of a tree. Does any of us? Come on. Do any of us notice this? <laughs> um, the kid, why don't you roll awareness as well? See if you've uh, are distra- too distracted by everything happening, or if you've noticed. Probably what, uh, just a twelve, right? Yeah, D twelve. And plus then whatever. whatever you have. <laughs> he does not notice. I will just say that <laughs> I got a one. <laughs> too distracted. Oh. Uh, everyone's everyone's miserable. You're miserable. It's cold. Can I get in on this action? Yeah. Uh, can I can I roll to see if yeah. if Yuri picks anything up? Absolutely. So and and I'll ask this every single episode. So I'm rolling the twelve, right? <laughs> I'm rolling yes. the okay, and then I've got a I've got a three next to my awareness, and then I've got the additional one next to perception. So what does that mean for me? So the three next to awareness, you'll roll three extra d sixes to hope boost boost that number the one next gotcha. to all the way down at the right uh, that's just uh-huh. for you to buy skill points when we get to the fellowship phase that's just tracking that i would like to buy several right now <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll roll. Right. three's good though i literally just rolled a three so that's ironic right. right. okay let's see what the sixes do for me yeah fourteen Hey, you barely made it. Did you roll any sixes in there? No. Okay. Because um, you already have a pip, so you have to roll six for you to get more pips there. You do notice, though, Catvera knocks an arrow. And you're like, oh, uh, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Something happening up there. So uh, what would you like to do with that information? Um, I'd like to... I'd like to take that information and then like I, I, I want to look in the direction of wherever she's looking right now so clearly she sees something that might be a threat so I'd like to turn my attention in that direction and see if I can make anything out that I might also perceive as a threat is something on its way are we in danger yeah, yeah Yurik yeah. is really the only one that Car- Vera trusts I guess <laughs> so she'll like meet eyes with him and do the like the navy seal thing of like pointing two fingers <laughs> at her own eyes and then point in the direction of and then point up a one 
Like they're definitely over there. they're definitely the group like mom and dad. <laughs> the, the rest of us, the re- the three of us, are the kids in the back going McDonald's, McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> Rory's literally probably in the back right now, like talking way too loud to, in the forest to Baldor about what to do with the horses. And Kevin's just thinking like, our, not only is our position good, like you can hear him over the thunder. Rory has his armor off and his his ass is sticking out of the stump right now. He's convinced he's he can get booing. in there. <laughs> he's winning the pooing right now. Absolutely. I hate that as a verb. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. I love that. And then are, are, are we just like the kid Pushing and, it? Yeah. yeah, we're just like going in and Pushing like, and pulling? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You'll have to push me. <laughs> uh Yurik is alert you kind of stiffen up and um what weapon do you have by the way do you have a bow too i have a bow and an axe but my bow is my primary okay so uh you kind of have you know maybe you're not knocking an arrow yet but it's it's at the ready and as you stiffen up uh so does uh your hound uh finn uh stiffens up too so like ears perk up oh some, something's going on. I can, I can get the vibe of my master here. So you kind of go near the, the bottom of the tree. You're kind of looking around, keeping an eye out. And as the rest of the group is fumbling with the ponies, thinking about getting people over into the stump, uh, it, do we want it to be canon that Rory's trying to yes. get inside? Absolutely. <laughs> Rory's first one. First one. And yeah, he's winning the pooing head out, out at the, the end of the stump. is <laughs> pushing, pulling. But slowly but surely, you feel like you can make some progress. But Kat Vera and Yurik, you hear, in between the thunder strikes, you have to listen a couple of times, but both of you are uh, perceptive enough, enough, you hear what can only be described as singing in between the thunderstorms. And it's really Tom faint Bombadil? at first. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, wait, wait, what? And then it gets louder. What is happening? And then, in one of the black, bright, like flashes of light, you see a figure getting nearer to the tree. Looks like they're heading back to the stump. They look totally and utterly disheveled. Little kind of maybe a rag hanging off. Uh, about about man sized seems, but but rail thin no hair if whatever hair is there is like stringy enough that you can't even see it and they're kind of skipping <laughs> and they have what looks like uh, a rabbit a dark rabbit yeah. that only lives you know in Mirkwood kind of type of rabbit in their hand and they're kind of skipping kind of like going down on all fours but then like coming back up and like kind of skipping and just looks completely out of their minds is the best way I could describe it to you. That's what you think. There's a storm. It's a storm. It's a big old storm. And just like, what is... <laughs> what would you guys like to do? Yeah, so one of my one of my distinctive features is is elusive. And then I've got, I've got a three with stealth. So if I need to roll, it might be in my favor. But in any event, I'd like to try and flank the figure. Just to... Okay. So... Rather than standing between him and the company, I'd like to kind of try and make my way behind him um, in the event that he needs to be subdued in some way. Yeah. Try and maybe get up behind him. I like it. 
Uh, using the tree for cover, let's have you roll for stealth and see if you can kind of sneak okay. your way back behind without seeing. I got a 16. 16. Uh, yeah, you're able to use the tree for cover. Mirkwood here is still thick. And you're able to use like some of the low bramble and bushes. You're able to move only like in between the lightning. You know, you use the darkness to your advantage. You do a good job of getting to uh, kind of behind him. And as you see him go by... Even with the rain, even in this storm, ooh, a stink hits you, Fredeb. This guy just, it's just rank as he kind of comes by. Um, and yeah, he's singing about the storm. He's singing about raindrops and lightning and, I don't know, what the heck's going on? And you get behind him. Cat Vera, you can kind of see, kind of figure this is probably what he was going to try to do. And then you see a little bit of movement as, uh... He gets behind, York gets behind. But you see that now that this dude <laughs> is mm-hmm. getting closer to the stump, almost right at the bottom of your tree now, gonna go past, and then we'll surely see the rest of the company trying to shove a dwarf into <laughs> a stump. So, right. what would you like to do? Oh boy. <laughs> um, was that in character? <laughs> <laughs> that was in, yeah. in Catvera's head for sure. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh boy. Oh bother. <laughs> Oh um, <laughs> I just like gosh. the picture um, Ted's like inside pulling Rory while the kid is like like kicking his butt like trying to shove it in there push and <laughs> twist twist <laughs> does anybody have any any, have any lard <laughs> um, I, it's, it's Kever is split because at the same time she wants to warn the others what's happening because she, she also loves doesn't... us yes of course <laughs> with all of her heart yes but she also doesn't want to give up her position because it's an advantage right now because this person won't know where she is and she has you know an angle um I think Kat Vera will shout out like uh, like halt who goes there uh, and then and like point point the arrow at them whatever this okay. creature is uh you see this figure stop and go <laughs> and like look yeah. like kind of crazed into the trees he has a rabbit in one hand and then he takes out what looks like the broken head of a spear maybe like once was a spear but like it's more dagger like length now he he ah! oh I'm pretty sure I heard that one. Not in my head. Not in my head. Who's there? This is my home. This is my home. Where are you? Uh, I, I want to disarm him at this point. He pulled a weapon, and and I'm and I'm up behind. I'm behind the guy, so I, I'd like to try and disarm him and subdue him if at all possible. <laughs> okay. Uh, See, he seems a little nutty. Yeah. <laughs> Roll athletics. I, uh, I think, if you're going to try to, like, physically disarm him. Okay. Wish there was sleight of hand. <laughs> yeah. Oops. I'm sure this isn't a courtesy roll. <laughs> literally <laughs> about to say the same thing. Uh, Excuse 19. Me, oh. 19. Oh, my God. Okay. Do you have any pips at the very right of that skill group? In, in whatever um, athletics I ha- is? I have three. 
Well, I have, oh, you're good. So, forgive me. So, so that I have a two on athletics, and then I have a three on uh, movement, which is the skill group. Is that what you're asking? Oh, okay. The three next to the yeah, the, move, the movement group. You're you're filled up. Got unfortunately. you. Unfortunately. Um, cool. So mm-hmm. yeah, you with your stealth, you just so swift grab the spear right out of his hand, like use your other hand to bring like his free hand behind him. Um, <laughs> your hound just gently like grabs uh the rabbit out of his hand and just kind of doesn't ravage it you know just grabs the rabbit out that that's not a non-factor now uh and and puts it on the ground just like just real quick it all happens in one thing you got his hands he's dropped the rabbit dropped the spear and uh he goes unhand me orcs orcs and just starts going crazy but you're able to hold on to him strong and he like he almost like lifts up his like legs as he's like trying to like jump back but you hold him uh what would you like to say or do cat bear what, what, what are you looking at this too yeah, i I, uh, I hear the cry about the orcs i say calm down old timer we're not orcs <laughs> uh old timer uh, orcs no orcs voices outside my head outside not inside not inside storm storm plays tricks but no tricks and uh he starts kind of like you could feel like his muscle muscles untensing. I wonder if anyone sees this from the stump. This guy is uh, fucking nuts. I would say Ted does yeah. not because he is pulling as hard as he can. Yeah. Rory's head first, so he all yeah. all he hears is a grunting uh, hobbit. Also, yeah, I, Ted I think, is Ted is inside, so Ted is actually stuck yeah. until we can get Rory out if we need it. Yeah, to. Rory's. Yeah. Rory's bud has corked the uh, all sound. You, you probably can't hear it. It's like the noise, yeah. the, no, the noise cancellation. I hear a wonderful right crackling of the fire, and that's it. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, Bell goes in there too. Like you got the like the mm-hmm. sun in, yeah. you know, and then, and then Ted. <laughs> then they're gonna get Rory through, but couldn't as. Baldor's still outside. The kid is still outside, like just pushing, <laughs> kicking, uh, trying to With get the him kid, through. How close? Are they Yurik and this guy to the? They're probably maybe twenty feet. It's it's pretty close, uh, but you know the storm's raging, so you know you could easily like not hear it. But the the kid might. I'm Um, I'm gonna let you be the the decider on that. (laughs) I'm just gonna assume with all like the grunting and like effort noises of trying to like (laughs) shove Rory into this hole, he does not. Okay. Um, uh, I like that. So everyone's trying to go into the stump, and we've got Cat Vera up in a tree, uh, looking down. Did you want to say anything or do anything uh, while this is uh, going on? Yeah, I'll just say, um, it's okay, friend. We are just seeking shelter from the storm and came across your stump. Uh, we don't mean to harm you in any way and i'll start climbing down too not jumping down uh no not 30 feet (laughs) he sees you coming down and sees like okay this is not an orc he goes oh um fine 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 my stump my stump though my stump you ask for my permission to come in yes i i apologize uh we did not know that this was occupied we merely just we're seeking shelter. Yeah, our friends are a little overzealous. Friends? Friends where? 
one is stuck inside the stump at this moment. You hear, you hear just twist, twist. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, um, looks a little fat to be going in my stump. <laughs> we tried to warn that. him. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get you in, I'll get you in. You must unhand me first. I release him, but I'm hanging on to his uh, spear tip. Okay, just the tip. he just he like spins around. Uh, you know he's he's thin, but you're about the same size as him. Uh, he spins around, and uh, it's dark. There's a couple flashes of light, and he still as the rain's coming down. And he kind of like looks at you curiously and like shakes his head. And you yourself have a little bit of like a weird moment too, Yurik. Somehow he looks under all of this like kind of gruff living out in the woods for God only knows how long. Kind of looks familiar to you. And it's a slight moment of recognition that he goes kind of blows by and goes, uh, uh, come, come, come just this way. And uh, a little annoyed, but doesn't seem violent and starts leading you two towards his stump as you get there. Uh, Rory is halfway in and um, suddenly uh, in the midst of the kid and uh, uh, Baldor like kicking this kicking Rory in here comes this rail thin other person that you had no idea none of you had any ideas nearby and uh, what does the kid have to say as he like comes up well uh, you said he stunk right yeah. Oh, yeah. So I, I think the kid starts to like notice the smell first, and he like, <laughs> like, oh, what is that? Ugh. And like, he's like, be, like on the verge of like vomiting, like in a very like, you know, when like someone smells and you, you're trying to be polite about it. He's definitely not <laughs> polite about it. <laughs> he's just like, ugh, 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 what is, what is happening? <laughs> Rory shat himself in there. <laughs> No, it's not me. It's not me. <laughs> uh, then this crazy loon of a person walks up next to you. Oh, very nice. Very nice. And uh, <laughs> uh, he like has a kind of like a satchel almost. It's really just a cloth that's draped over him. Uh, and he pulls out of like one of his, if you can call them pockets. Uh, he has a little like gunk that gosh. You don't even want to know what it is. And he kind of, like, puts it in, like, you could see him, like, getting a little hands in there, trying to get Rory a little bit of grease. And uh, it works as Rory gets through some of the last, like, pushes. And um, <laughs> comes out the other side. Um, but you stink a little now, too, uh, <laughs> with this stuff. Ted falls backward because he was pull- pulling so yeah. hard. Does he fall Boom. onto the fire? And then he's just like, wah, wah, wah. Ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> <laughs> that was close. Uh, so, in uh, the people still outside, this little man goes, Come inside, inside, and uh, crawls in first. And for you inside the stump already, here comes this dude that you haven't seen or don't know nothing about. And as he comes in, he goes, Ah, ah more of you! As he sees basically two children in <laughs> with a dwarf. Uh, what do you guys do? 
Who are you? <laughs> Why are you in our stump? <laughs> your stump? It's my stump, and I'm me, and you're you. Well, I do apologize Wait, for my who? friend. I do apologize. <laughs> we we are here trying to get out of the storm, uh, and we w- we are also very curious about these these drawings. But we can cover that in just a moment. Uh, <laughs> would you would you please kindly give us lodging for the night to get us out of the storm? Uh, go ahead and roll courtesy. Okay. Uh, Ted. And during all this, you just hear <laughs> the kid of the corner just dry heaving. <laughs> this <laughs> did Chris. Can I ask a question? Yeah, as Catherine, as, al- as Patrick, as <laughs> Patrick. Yeah, as, are we in an alternate reality where now we're on Dagobah and this is Yoda? <laughs> Maybe. Basically, I. I kind of didn't know what voice I was going to use and just start coming out, Yoda. So, yeah, I'm sorry. Listen, it's going to happen. Does, gonna does anybody happen. have any taquitos we can give this guy? Or... <laughs> uh, Rory always has some pocket snacks. So, you know, some crumpled up beef jerky. Pocket snacks. Uh, as everyone kind of comes in, a few things kind of happen as you're rolling courtesy here to see if you can stay for the whole night. First, you know, he notices that the kid's hot, hacking up a storm, obviously uh, not liking the smell. So he gets a little dirt from inside and he, like, puts it under his armpits. He's like, oh, better! <laughs> it does nothing. <laughs> no, and I, then, it, it works. It really works. The dirt bath, I tell you what, Rory does it all the time. I will say the kid is slowly getting used to the smell, so, you know, he's yeah. getting over it slowly. St- he stopped dry heaving? Yeah. Yeah. You stand he's, next to Rory though, who's covered in the neck, the whatever gross stuff, and that also smells. And so you, you start retching for another smell. He he's covering his half of his face with his shirt. He's just like the kid, the kid suddenly the kid suddenly has like a dozen of those seasick patches behind his ears, just all up and down his neck. <laughs> and then one nicotine patch because someone got him into smoking. <laughs> Speaking of which, when I'm dry by the fire, I'll be yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, 100%. Same. Uh, I rolled a 17 for courtesy, <laughs> yes. by the way. Hey, okay. Nice. Any sixes in there? Um, one six. Ooh! Um, Ooh. On the very right, what is that skill group on the very right of your page? That would be custom. Okay, go and fill a custom pip there. The custom pip. Um, he, uh... Gets everyone around the fire. You ask so politely. You do a little, like, bow a little. You know, you're trying to be as courteous as you possibly can to someone. You don't know what kind of manners he has. It seems like he has none. Um, And he goes, Bad storm. True, true. The worst in a very, very long time. Uh, Fine, fine. You, You can stay. You can stay. But just... Can I have my... Stick back. And he kind of looks over at Yurik. My sharp stick, please. What is your Yeah, I, I, I look at him, and and I'm going to kind of pause for a moment, take it in, remembering, like, that sort of f- flash of, like, familiarity that we had outside. Um, still, I'm still trying to make sense of that, so I, I hesitate for a moment. 
but that kind of gives me, without me knowing why, that kind of gives me the confidence to to hand hand over the the spear. I, I don't I don't really fear this guy. Okay. You give him the spear, and uh, he looks at you again, like kind of deep into your eyes a little bit. You know, he does like a little bit of a head bob of like, and then pulls the spear back, puts it behind him. He's got kind of puts it on the wall like of the stump behind him and just keeps it there close by but very non-threatening as he takes it from you and he goes why why are why are you here why are you in the forest Uh, kind of poses it to the group uh, baldor uh is the the trade leader and we're we're just traveling along with him we're uh we're a group of I have no good answer for that. All right. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're a group of people. Uh, well, you know, there's... Well, we kind of. Hobbit, kind of people. And, and, and some humans. And, well, yeah, I guess we're all people. I don't want to de-peopleize us. That's, I don't know what proper fantasy terminology is there, but... Um, Sentient? I mean, like they would have like can, trees can the thi- so. can the kid yeah. interrupt while yes. <laughs> I, I, I think I, I think he I think he Hello. should I think he must. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> the, the kid is just like, why are you here in this forest? And uh, he kind of looks down. <sighs> Always been here. Always been here. And he kind of looks up at his like carvings. Always, always, always. Um. And he kind of sighs. He rubs his hands together. Prisoner! Prisoner! I... Cages. I... Been here. Since the cages. What is your name? I'm me. Don't have a name. Don't remember a name. Don't need a name when it's just me. You're you. But I'm me. Would you like a name? Need a name? I'm me. Just call me me. Shmi. Okay, me. Shmi. That's copyrighted. I don't know if we could do that. That's true. (laughs) Mr. Me. I've lit up my pipe at this point, and and I interject. uh, Who were your last visitors? How long ago? Who were they? No visitors. Just me. Always me. Since the cages. Cages, huh? What cages? <laughs> Go ahead, um, roll. Catvera, roll lore. Um, oh, I have a pip in that. Yeah. And then, um, gosh, I don't know what I want for Yurik. Should be rolling well, something, I feel like, but. Intimidation, maybe? Like is there a, some <laughs> sort of an insight or something? Is there a history? Is there a history skill in this one? Is it just lore, I'm, probably? I'm, lore. I'm looking right now. Just I rolled a five total. I rolled a two. Three, so. <laughs> <laughs> Can, uh, Can I so realizes? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, no, I was just gonna say I can roll for lore as well. I don't have any pips. Yeah, there, yeah, yeah. Let's have you roll for lore. Let's just see what a twelve can do. Uh, Let's see if you get a Gandalf okay. turn. Who knows? Um, and Katvera, like, this is a lot to take in. Cages could mean anything. Like, what, what, you know, like, uh, was he trapped? Was he 
kidnapped. Like, you have no idea what this dude's talking about. At least so far. Yeah. So, What'd you get, Chris, I'm, I've got I, my traits. I've got the Mirkwood lore and the folklore, and I bring that up uh, only because I rolled a four, and so I'm really just <laughs> grasping at anything yeah. and everything here. No, roll a lore, not a four. <laughs> with um with Mirkwood lore, the only possible thing that makes sense, at least in this area, if you're talking about cages, was Dolgador. But, you know, those cages have been you know, emptied and destroyed ten years ago when, you know, Battle of Five Armies happened, it seemed like whatever darkness was in the south of Mirkwood left at that point. Um so that has this dude been out here for 10 years? Um, that's a long time to be in a forest that, you know, kind of drives you a little crazy just being in it for a few days, let alone 10 years. Hmm. Am I able to use either insight or awareness to try? Like, I, I, I kind of picture you're kind of just posted up by the fire, kind of smoking his pipe, looking at this dude, still a little haunted, a little bothered by why he kind of recognizes him can i use either like an awareness or an insight role to just try and see if i can just in studying him glean anything else or jog anything loose let's have you do uh let's have you do insight um okay while you're doing that yeah roll for insight while you're doing that uh finn uh very nicely gives back the rabbit that he took out of his hands (laughs) so (laughs) um so as as you're kind of thinking about things this he's cleaning the rabbit and uh, he says, ah, not much, not much for so many, not much. And uh, just kind of mumbling to himself as you're just studying him, Yurik. And what'd you roll? Okay, so I rolled, I rolled um, an 11 and a 6. So a Ooh. 17. But it's a 0 because it's an 11. Because <laughs> yeah. that's the so odd okay. So you think he's an enemy? <laughs> kill him! Kill so what him. you're saying is I kill I kill him on the spot. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah give yourself three shadow Story's points. Uh, so yeah, you um you roll a, a zero and a six. So unfortunately, as you're looking at him, you you also let your eyes wander to these carvings that are everywhere, and they just these images are terrible. Um deathly faces of what you can only think and maybe orcs you know evil men you're not even sure some spiders wolves as you look at this guy you can't pull up a memory necessarily but you do pull up a feeling of like this loss in you you can't put a finger on it right now but it just almost depresses you in the moment that there is something there, and you need to figure it out, but it's not going to be a happy story, you think. There's something missing as you're trying to go over your memories. And as he's cleaning up the rabbit, he gets it cooking. You know, you guys are kind of getting getting to spots where you can rest for the night, trying to make the best of it. You chatter amongst yourselves as you have dinner. And then he... This, this dude kind of looks up too and sees that you know everyone's kind of looking up at his like carvings he goes they're for the nightmares they're the nightmares and kind of rubs his hands together again 
Hey, goes. The shadows. The shadow is back. I think. And that catches Catbara's attention. The shadow. Seen, the shadow things. I've seen darkness. Come back. Something's happening. In the forest. I don't like it. Tell us what More you've nightmares. seen. Many things. Spiders. Orcs in the south. I've seen a great wolf. Bigger than I've ever seen. In a smaller shadow. Almost silent. It stalks at the night. It doesn't think it sees. I see. But I see. Two green lanterns in the dark. Something terrible is happening. Now, orcs in the south. South, we discovered was the direction of Dolgador, right? Yes. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Mori speaks up uh, in this moment. He's just going to be like, you say you dream of these things, but a few nights back, did you have... um, And I'll kind of recount the dream Mm. that we've all had and be like, "We, we received this dream when did you feel anything around that time the swamps the swamps he kind of looks up I escaped the cages in the swamps and they pull everything to it now no no the shadow the shadow resides in things in things in eggshells and jewels and rings and things and he goes back over to his little satchel he's just kind of mumbling this insanity and he pulls out something. And he reveals it in the firelight. It looks like an old axe head. You know, it's kind of broken. The edge is definitely dull. But there's a carving in it that looks like a wolf's head in this axe head. To everybody, it just looks like a, you know old, neat design. But Yurik, something clicks. That is Wolfbiter. An axe handed down by the woodsmen for generations. It's in many stories. And it was handed down to a mentor of yours when you were a boy. Because he was the son of one of the chieftains. He taught you how to scavenge in the woods, how to survive. But his lesson stopped one day when he went missing in Mirkwood. Everyone thought he was dead. But this must be your old mentor from easily 15, 16 years ago when you were just a boy. And his name is in my notes. (laughs) (laughs) His name is Jeff. Nice to meet you in my notes. Travis. (laughs) His name is Heartguard. And you remember his lessons fondly. But he does not look the way you remembered. He was a healthy young man at the time. Now he's 15 years older and maybe 10 years in this forest alone. And here it is, Wolfbiter. This heirloom. And he says, please, just take it, take it. The shadow will be in it. I don't want it. 
Rory steps up and takes it right away. Um. <laughs> what the fuck? Yurik <laughs> uh, grabs Rory by the tuff like he would Finn and with his just kind of daintily grabs the axe head out of his hands. Oh, oh I didn't, didn't mean to ruin I, I, You just, uh, you know, it was shining and just saying, like, you weren't moving for it. I was just saying. Oh yeah, because I was having a <laughs> moment, bro. That was the best. What the fuck? <laughs> that was so genuine. So good. Uh, uh, Heartguard? Chris, sorry, Heart I was really wrapped up. What, is, what was his. Okay. I'd like to. I just. I'm going to. As I'm sort of grabbing that from Rory, I'm going to kind of detach myself from that moment. I'm going to return to it later. We'll have some words. And I, I, I just. I sort of just. I sort of. I look at you and. Uh, and I, I say his name just to see if I can get like a moment of like lucidity, like a moment of, yeah. of like clarity and sanity. He's kind of like, you know, rubbing his head because he just he had to get rid of this thing all of a sudden. And he looks up. My. My name. Little Yurik. No, no, <laughs> no, Heartguard is dead. He's dead. Died a long time ago. I'm me. And just sits back down, like, by the fire. Kind of rubs his hands together. Yurik, do you know this man? Yeah, I, I, I do. I did. The man we're looking at here today is not the man that I knew. I want to, uh, I just, I'm going to kind of, I, I just want to kind of, um, because I think there is like this paternal sort of thing going on, I, uh, Yurik kind of kneels um, next to him and just sort of cups his hands in his, uh, and just sort of, is just kind of taking the moment and now that he's recognized an old, an old mentor. Mm-hmm. Kind of looks back up and in a little bit different voice, some semblance of like, recognition comes back and says you have to keep going the darkness is returning I don't think our home is safe anymore unless we do something about it stay with your friends maybe they're better than they look Ted pipes up and says, "We are we are very competent, and I will show you right now. I actually am going to I'm going to cook you a great meal out of this rabbit. They have a cooking skill. Now I hate to say it, but I have to for the memes. Do you know what you know what pairs nice with a with a set of conies? Does anybody have any potatoes? Taters? Potatoes? And he goes, "What are potatoes?" <laughs> taters. <laughs> taters. <laughs> oh man. Um, do you want to use cooking? Yes. Is that what you're yeah, trying yeah, yeah. to do? In the background, I'm going to be cooking around. <laughs> okay. I still, I've still got his hands cupped in my hands, and I say, "My friend here is going to make you the finest meal you've had in years." And it's so good to see you, old friend, and we we appreciate your hospitality. And he says. It's been a long time since I've had a friend. And then he kind of 
like snaps back and goes, yes, friends, friends are good. Uh, cook, cook, eat. It, it will be good. And he kind of like steps back a little bit. And you find some rest for a night in this little stump as Ted cooks one hell of a rabbit meal, even without taters. Um, and all of you go ahead and give yourself a temporary plus one to hope as a good uh, night passes. What could have gone very bad with many dark stories turns into a night of good rest. And that's where we're going to end this week, folks. Ooh. 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 Ooh.